welcome everybody to a very special episode of the Entrepreneurial CPA Show. As always, hang up with the theoretical and practical knowledge you need to punch above your weight and break out of the box. One of the things we're hearing about all the time from firms, practitioners, people is, you know, how can we understand the CARE Act, the key parts of it, so we can help really help our clients? Because that's what it's about. It's not how do we just sell something. It's not how do we stop pulling our hair out because this is just crazy. There's so many changes going on. How do we, as a firm, help our clients? Because they're the ones struggling. And in turn, help ourselves generate more positive work for us to perform as a firm. That's what it's all about. So we're going to kind of go over some of the key provisions of the care package, at least as they exist on 4-2-2020. I know they seem to change every single day. And really focus through not just what they are, but how we can leverage them in our conversations with our clients to be more successful and to get through this without going crazy. Because it's all about these new skills that we need to learn. How do we collaborate with others? How do we do some of this work ourselves and outsource this work to others? And also, very importantly, how do we communicate with our clients so they hear us in this extreme time of chaos and confusion that they're all going through? So hopefully everyone can watch, learn something, get up to speed with the care package, and most importantly, as I stress this time and time again here, learn how to communicate with your clients so they understand what's going on, so they can make a positive impact, be successful, and you can be successful. Because no matter what, in this crazy time of chaos and change, it's a tremendous opportunity to help your firm grow, believe it or not, and be more successful. All this going on, we are still the most relevant advisor to our clients. If your clients aren't calling you, that's a problem. And this is giving you the opportunity to change that. So a special, we never do this on the CPA show. Gotta pull out some slides. So get ready. Let's watch technology work its magic. Perfect. Coming up over here, over there. Little slide action. Alright? Because obviously it's not just businesses, individuals care about the care package. Because they all want to know about the stimulus payments. So we're going to talk through some of these things. How can we be proactive with them? How can we position these things to our clients in the right way? And what knowledge do we need to be successful with it? Because you need some knowledge on this. So in terms of the stimulus package, stimulus payments to our clients, individual taxpayers, really talking about how we can help our clients and really doing some filing tips. Sometimes some just little changes and adjustments can make the biggest difference to their client. And $1,200, bucks, 2400 bucks is a big difference to a lot of people right now. And if you can give that to your client, if you can help them get a little bit more money, it's way bigger than your fee. So focus on positioning that to your clients. Not just throwing out an email, hey, your stimulus payment's going to be this. Thinking through, reinforce what the value prop of your firm is. If you're trying to be positioned as that strategic advisor, talking through how you're always looking out for your client's best interest. You're always looking at what you can do to bring in advanced techniques to look out for their best interest, to help them save money and get a big benefit here. So if you don't know the stimulus payment, checks coming out to taxpayers all across the country, we're not quite sure when, sooner, later. With this, the stimulus payments, it's $1,200 per individual, okay? Over 18, head of household also gets $1,200. Married filing separately gets the $1,200. Married filing jointly gets $2,400. And they attack on $500 each for each child under 17. And there's some phase-outs as they go in. And, you know, the slide points out 150 joint, 
125 head of household, 75K for everybody else. There's a ton of stuff out there. But one of the biggest things with the stimulus pack payments that you can do, if you haven't filed the return yet, now there's an opportunity to demonstrate your value to your clients. How you can either help them get more or get it all or accelerate that payment. And that's what it's all about. So let's look at the next slide. You know, moving past the stimulus payments, that's the easy one for individuals. Payment protection loans, this is the one that's about to drive everybody crazy as it goes live on Friday, uh, April 3rd. You know, it's available to help keep businesses keep people employed. You know, it's a program through the SBA where the loans are guaranteed 100% by the SBA until December 31st, 2020. The hope is it gives less pressure on the businesses and more pressure on the banks to issue these loans quickly to all the businesses around there. What are the benefits to this? We're all accountants. We understand how important personal guarantees can be. There's no personal guarantee or collateral required on these payroll protection loans, which is great for business owners that are struggling. They probably don't have a lot. The funds need to be used to retain workers and maintain payroll, make mortgage payments, lease payments, utilities. Really, this is short-term cash to keep your businesses afloat. Now, there was some confusion before. Could this be applied for with other loans? As it stands today, and this is ever-changing, you can combine this with other loans, but you can't use it for the same purpose. You can't get other SBA funds and use it for payroll. This needs to be your only source of payroll. So once again, clients would be scrambling about this. They've heard on the news. Talk to your clients about this. Talk to your clients about how we can help them stay afloat. And especially for those business owner clients, this is a great chance to talk to them about you following up with some budgeting services, cash flow management, staying on top of their business. That way they know how far this will get them. What's coming? Not just six, eight weeks, ten weeks down the line. What's coming past that? I know inside our firm, anytime we talk to a business right now about payroll protection loans, 90% of the time, as part of that conversation, even today in today's climate, they're signing up for cash flow management, budgeting, and forecasting if they're not there already getting the rest from us because they see that value. They understand talking through this that in this time of confusion, they need to understand what's going on with their cash flow, manage the receivables, their payables, and understand what they're going to do with this payroll protection loan as well. So this is ever-changing. It seems to change every day, but these are the high levels insight on it. Moving past the payroll protection loan, kind of step two, this covers a range of small businesses. Once again, what kind of clients does it cover? And this does change every day. You know, it covers almost all business types, including 501c3 and 501c19 nonprofits with less than 500 employees. And the biggest wrinkle in this is, unlike things that usually never have in the past, it covers sole proprietors, independent contractors, and eligible self-employed individuals. And that's a big one, but that's also causing a wrinkle. What we're already seeing from the banks is they're not totally sure what to do with those sole proprietors, independent contractors, and self-employed that have never gotten loans before. Once again, it's a great chance for you to help them alongside. Are they a self-employed or independent contractor? Maybe it's time to incorporate, set up an S-Corp. You've been talking about that all those years and they've been on the fence. Maybe this will kick them over the threshold. Also, the biggest thing we're all trying to struggle with, and numerous payroll companies are already coming out with reports. Um, some of the healthcare companies are coming out with reports just for this. You know, the whole economy is really coming behind 
how to get these payroll protection loans issued. Our job is to kind of quarterback all that information, help make sure they've got the right numbers in there, and get them hooked up with the right bank that can get them the best deal. Because some banks are going to take way too long. So the payroll protection loan, if you don't know already, it's based on the average number of employees for the preceding 12 months. If the business hasn't been in business for 12 months, you can use a shorter period of time. All right, and what's also interesting, and this is another gray area, full-time, part-time are easy. You get that. Temporary employee agencies, professional employee organizations, and leasing companies also count. We've also seen some stuff that 1099 independent contractors may or may not count on this. So interesting times. We rarely see this much confusion going on in the workplace. But hey, it's our job to help pull it together. Clarify this to your client. Because as you understand, your clients don't really care about any of these bullet points. All your clients know is their business is struggling and they need money to stay afloat. You need to help them get as much money as possible. Don't spend too much time focused on explaining to them all these rules, regulations, the number of months, the cycle, the average. Help understand what's going on in their business. Understand what they have for payroll, what they have for temporary employees, etc. And then help them get the best loan possible. Don't avoid the CP urge to explain this whole process to them. We might like it, but our clients are not at all interested in this process. So don't embrace that CPA trend to keep talking about it. The amount, it's based on the lesser of $10 million. Well, really, we all talked about this. It's the sum of the average monthly payroll cost for the one year prior on which the loan is made times 2.5. Okay? Now, if you've already taken out the disaster loan um, through the SBA, that's going to reduce what you can get here. So there's some little pieces there we've got to think about as we go and figure out with this. But we've seen that a lot, and the business was not in place before. You can use a shorter cycle. Okay, Generally, it's the 12 months. But where we can come in and help figure this out, and this is another nuance that is still being shaken out. Seasonal employers can use a shorter cycle than the full year, recognizing you have those spikes in payroll. Uh, maybe CPA firms, seasonal employer, you can use a shorter cycle than before. Once again, our clients don't care about this. Our clients don't want to hear these nuances, these details. I'm not here to tell you all the nuances of payroll protection loans. I want to help you understand how to talk to your clients about this. So with this, keep it really simple. We're going to analyze this for you. We're going to help you understand your payroll cycle, your peaks and your valleys, how to get the most qualifying cost in there to get the highest loan possible, We'll do the application for you. We'll coordinate with the bank. That's about as far as you need to go with your clients. Really helping them understand what you're going to do. You're going to help keep them afloat. You're going to help them through this time of change and difficulty. So don't get overwhelmed by it. Focus on communicating to your clients that you're going to help them and you're not just going to do their taxes anymore. You're their strategic advisor. You're their most relevant advisor. Help them as they go every single day. And that's what you can do with this payroll protection loan. So payroll protection loan, very important. Do not get entrenched in the details with your clients. We you talk about it, and this is for you to know, and as part of your analysis you do on the back end. You know, what counts? Wages, commissions, and salary less than $100,000 annually. Tips, vacation, 
Um, parental pay, family, medical, or sick leave, severance, group health benefits count in this, the premiums. Like I said, a lot of healthcare companies are already coming out with reports that you can submit with these applications. State and local taxes. Now, for self-employed individuals, this is the big one. They don't have wages, you know, up top there. They don't have that, that wage guy. Try to get the pointing in together. Um, it's the net earnings from self-employment up to $100,000. So that's what they consider this for that. So very easy. You look at the Schedule C on the tax return. Net earnings from self-employment. That's how they get them in there. What's not included, as we said, compensation in excess of $100,000, payroll taxes, employees who reside outside the U.S. This is a U.S.-only program. That question is one of the few questions on the application. Does the employees in the business reside reside in the United States? And then also important, family emergency leave wages. You can't double count. There's some programs out there in different states, um, paid family leave programs. You can't use a paid family leave program and use a payroll protection loan. It's one or the other. So no double counting, no double dipping. But this one's going to be super important coming up this next week. Once the banks figure out what they're doing, your client's going to be freaking out. Your client's going to be calling you. And remember, avoid the urge to explain this whole process to them. Focus on how do you position this. You're their advisor. You're going to help them get the most money possible so they can stay afloat. And you're going to do this analysis on the back end for them. You understand their records. You probably have access to their payroll. You can probably get access to their medical program benefits, whatever it is. You've got access to this. You're going to do all this grinding work behind the back end, figure it out, and help them stay afloat and get the most possible. And what's great, you can charge a service fee for that. You've got to charge them five, ten thousand dollars $10,000, but you can charge them a process to consult for them on this engagement, which is really important. Once you get the funds, your clients are going to get that. They're going to come with, you know, who knows. It's supposed to be coming within a short time period once the loan is approved when the funds are dispersed. With this backlog, we're just not sure how fast it's going to come into the marketplace. But what you can use it for, and this is important because this is what the forgiveness comes about. This is why payroll protection loans are so popular. The money can be forgiven. If you use the funds in the next eight weeks for payroll costs, group health benefits, interest on any mortgage obligation, rent, utilities, and interest on any other debt before February 15th, 2020. So all businesses have those things. So that's a great way. Once again, you can tell your client they're worried about this. Should I get it? Should I not go for it? Almost all businesses have one or more of those things. They've all got payroll. They got some health benefits. They got some kind of interest or rent. Once again, you're going to help them get this loan, and they're going to help them understand the use of that so they can make sure the most amount is forgiven as possible. And that's what makes this really important for us as the CPA. This isn't a short-term, one-time project to just you know help them to submit a loan application. You're going to help them throughout the way, just like you should be doing already. Demonstrate your value to the clients you work with. Tremendous opportunity. So with that, you know, what's the terms on these payroll protection loans? You know, everybody wants to know. It is some form of debt. Might not all of it be forgiven. What does it look like? So once again, kind of vague ranges on here. It's not super specific. It just says maximum maturity of 10 years, maximum interest rate of 4%. The good thing we talked about, there's no personal guarantee. But the draw is forgiveness reduced, If you, but then the cutback, I should say, 
is this forgiveness can be pulled back. You might not be able to give 100% of it forgiven if you cut employees during the eight-week period, you cut salary some of the employees during the eight-week period, or you receive a um, you receive the $10,000 advance under the disaster loan program. The disaster loan program went live uh, somewhere, I think, Monday, March 30th, maybe. Thousands of people applied every single day. It was a $10,000 grant. We're all still waiting to apply to see when that money comes. But if you got that $10,000 and then you get $100,000 from the payroll loan, only $90,000 is eligible to be forgiven. Once again, little nuances that later on you can help your clients figure out as part of this process. You're going to become more tight, more relevant to your clients throughout this. And that's a great opportunity for all of us in the accounting profession. Now, if they can't qualify for the, the payroll loan, or they can qualify for the payroll loan in combination with the disaster loan, the 7-2-B loan from the SBA. What's nice about this one, hypothetically or theoretically, it's up to $2 million, and it's made directly by the SBA. I'm sure most of you already been to that website. You've done some applications for your own firm or for your clients. Now, this one's attractive. you got 30 years at 3.75%, 2.75% for nonprofits, which is a great rate, great terms for money. A lot of your more financially savvy business clients, you can really talk to them about this and talk to them about interest rates and the margins on money. Tell them what they can do with that money at that percentage over the next 30 years and demonstrate to them that you're not just about debits and credits. You're not just good with a calculator. You can understand finances. You can understand money. You can understand how they can leverage money to help their business grow and be more successful. With a disaster loan, Another benefit here, once again, no personal guarantee up to $200,000, which is attractive for businesses. Um, once again, it's available to businesses with less than 500 people. So you see 500 people is kind of the cutoff for a lot of the stuff we talked about. And but once again, sole proprietors, whether or employees, independent contractors, 501c3s, uh, and even ESOPs can apply for the disaster loan. And like I said, you can take both the payroll and the disaster loan but you can't use the disaster loan for payroll. Once again, big plan and opportunity for you to come in as a CPA and say, you know what, I'm not just going to help you get the best payroll loan possible. I'm also going to help you qualify for the disaster loan. Use both of them for different sources. Leverage that money. Leverage that great interest rate. Leverage the loan forgiveness program and help you come out of this in best shape as possible. All on the way. See, there you're able to demonstrate value to your clients that's not about a tax return. It's about helping them with a tremendous pain in their life because right now all businesses are really feeling this. So that's why if I'm in a CPA firm right now, when I have to sit in my CPA firm chair, talking to actually business owner clients right now, it's a great, great time to be a CPA because there's so many opportunities with this. Clients need help right now. This is so confusing. This is confusing for us and we're reading this stuff every day. Business owner clients just want us to help them get through this and on the right path. And that's why it's great for us. Continue to leverage this knowledge. So with this, it's nice. It's made directly through the SBA website. Once again, they're incredibly, incredibly overwhelmed. There was the talk of the advance of t- up to up to $10,000. No one's exactly sure what that up to qualifications means. That's supposed to be dispersed within three days of an application. Uh, you know, once again, I think most people are five, six days and haven't seen the funds, so we're not quite sure when those will start coming out. 
as we talked about, if you transfer into the payroll loan process, the 10K is reduced. The nice thing about it, even if you do get any money on that 10K, it's not required to be repaid if the disaster loan is denied. So that's some easy, you should have told all your clients already, apply for that or apply for your clients for that one directly. Once again, position yourselves to your clients, hey, this might be our traditional tax season, but we're focusing on your business long-term growth right now. And how do you get through this once-in-a-lifetime time of disruption? And that's where you come in every day. Help them take that pressure off their life. If you haven't heard from a client by now, and say you're watching this, you know, it's April 5th, April 6th, April 10th, whenever it is, if you haven't heard from some of your clients, pause, pick up the phone, and call them. You should be communicating with all of your clients on a regular basis right now. Understand what's going on in their life. Help them get through this. And I think you'd be amazed how many clients come out of this as better clients for you and for the firm and clients where you're actually getting more work out of them because they want help getting through this. Like I said, we've seen a ton of work coming out inside the firm on budgeting and cash flow management tied into this. It's a great segue to these, these different loan programs. So something else that's really important to think about. Oh, going back. So also really important, it's kind of high level of the CARE Act. we got the stimulus payments. Once again, your individual tax clients, talking to them about filing their return right away, get some direct deposit information in there, or hold off if their income went up. The payroll protection loan, PPL, hot, hot topic. By the time this comes out, that'll just completely blown up. Remember, talk to your clients about that and don't focus too much on the details. Focus on understand what is their current pain point. Help them understand how you are going to analyze this information for them. Take care of all this backwards, back-end stuff. You've read the documents. You Once again, you're going to be there for them in this time of need. You're going to show how relevant you are to them. And the disaster loan, another great opportunity to help your clients obtain some more cash flow. If they don't need it now, they might need it down the line. Get them that money ahead of time so they can be ready. And most importantly, during this crazy, crazy time, you probably feel like there's not enough time in the day to do everything on your plate. If you're not in a top 100 CPA firm, really focus not so much on creating your own content right now and focus on taking care of your clients. Don't analyze these transactions. Don't analyze these rules. Don't create a whole bunch of stuff on your website if you don't have time to take care of your clients. That should be number one. And there's some great resources out there. Post some links. Sage has a care center. The AICPA has a phenomenal, phenomenal care center on COVID-19. If you haven't checked it out, you should be checking that out every single day. I will say the AICPA is doing a remarkable job keeping us informed. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce is doing a great job. And the Collective CPA SOS Business Planning Guide is another one. So there's a whole range of great resources out there. Check them out. Stay on top of it. And just think through for yourself, your firm, when you talk to your clients. There's tremendous opportunities right here. Get in front of them. Position your firm, not as some of the just the taxes. And also with this, don't be afraid to charge them money for these services. Right? You're not going to charge them crazy amounts of money for doing simple tasks. But it's one of those things, you can charge them a, a strong fee, a minimum fee to get through this and provide additional value. And then you can leverage other opportunities after this once the dust settles. For now, be there for your clients. Be proactive. 
be on top of their mind, be that most relevant advisor. Leverage this time of unique, unique disruption. And throughout the day, just try and rest, relax, survive every day like I am, like the firm is, like everybody is with this. So that was kind of, like I said, a unique episode for the CPA show. We don't often do that. We don't often bust out slide decks, but there's enough pieces there we wanted to kind of pull it together in something useful for you. So if you don't know about the CARE Act, let's get you started. Hopefully you do. Stay informed, stay up to date, and get through every day trying to help your clients be successful. As I said a couple of times right now, avoid pulling into that CPA just pressure of like, ah, I want to explain every nuance to my clients. No. Understand your clients' pain points. Demonstrate your value to help them move past that pain point. That's what this reinforces for CPA firms. That's how you become more proactive. And that's how you're going to be able to come out of this with better clients and making that pivot from backwards-looking CPA to forwards-looking business advisor. Talk to them about the future. Talk to them about taking their pain points away. And that's how you become relevant in their life. So take care, everybody. And as always, you know the drill. Click the link. Stay informed. Stay up to date. We'll be coming with more COVID-19-specific content for your firm to help you survive these crazy times. And as always, we challenge you today to take steps to change this world, help somebody else, and continue every day to invest in yourself and keep the learning going. Bye, everybody.